John Wall and the Houston Rockets reached a peaceful parting agreement. He accepted the fact that he won't play any role in the team while the Rockets will try to trade him to another team. That is very different from the unpleasant fallout between Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey. A peaceful breakup between John Wall and the Rockets. Did you see that coming? A little bit. Uh huh. After they made the the big draft pick of Jalen Green, John Wall kind of became redundant. True. Right. Yeah. Because their playing styles are they're not completely similar, but they do have some similarities.、Mm-hmm. So with them bringing in Jalen Green, it's like you know what's the point of having John Wall? It's very expensive. Paid S- second biggest contract this season. Yeah, so he's one of the highest paid players in the NBA.、Mm-hmm. So what's the point of having him and Jalen Green on the roster? And, and Kevin Porter Jr. Yes. So I, you know, obviously Green wasn't going to go anywhere. No. Porter Jr. wasn't going to leave. So who does that? <laughs> that leaves John Wall as the odd man out. So、yeah. I assumed at some point in time, whether it were before the season、mm-hmm. or during the season, he was going to leave Houston. Yeah, but did you expect it to be so peaceful? You know, no mess, no crying, no fingers pointing. That kind of surprised me. Yeah. After what happened with Ben Simmons and the Seventy Sixers, pretty much. I mean, even before that, pretty much every、mm-hmm. star player, which John Wall is not today,、um, will make a mess、yeah. while requesting their teams to trade them. I think a lot of it depends on the value that the organization places in the player,、hmm. right? And the amount of years. The player has left on his contract. So, what does that mean? The bigger the star is, the bigger mess there will be, the or mess. the bigger mess. The bigger mess. If、mm. it, you know, if it's just John Doe NBA player, and he wants to leave, yeah,、uh, you know, yeah. well, he like, can say、okay. he can say it,、yeah. but the the franchise will probably say,、oh, you know, who cares?、Mm. Do whatever you want.、Yeah. But if you're the franchise player, if you're the face of the organization, if you're someone who、uh, the team drafted and.、Mm-hmm. Has put a lot of money into. Yeah. If you want out, then it's going to cause some ripples. That's true. Um, this is really the, not the first time the Rockets had a problem with their best player. Twenty nine years ago, Hakeem Olajuwon. You're going way back. Yeah. Well, it's the Rockets. <laughs> it's actually also、yeah. the first player I heard <laughs> that wanted the team that refused. To play for the team. Yeah. Although it was not really news for Olajuwon. Uh, back. In two, 1992,、mm-hmm. he told the Rockets that he had leg injury; he couldn't play. Unlike team, what teams do today,、uh, the Rockets said, "You need to play." Yeah, Hakeem said no, and then the Rockets, while fined him because he didn't play in three games, they fined his salaries, and then told news, told the media that. It's really interesting. Not exact those words, but the idea was there. It's really interesting that a player said he had injury problem, couldn't play while he was renegotiating his deal. <laughs> Hakeem had three years left of his deal, but he did it multiple times. When he saw someone in the league signing a bigger contract, he、mm-hmm. always renegotiated his deals. Yeah. So he's whatever game he was playing did not really work. He came back very soon, played an epic season, though they didn't win the championship. And Hakeem said, "I didn't do this for pay. I did this for the fans. Do it for the fans." Yeah. So that's actually the first one. I mean, Hakeem is great enough, right, 
for the Rockets. Hakeem can do that. Yeah, and in NBA history, but he didn't get what he wants. No. Speaking of that, um, I saw something about Ben Simmons possibly being fined. Oh, yeah, he will. Yeah. Up to $300,000 a day. That's how big his salary is. That's insane. Also, the price of, you know, being a spoiled boy. Well, do you think Ben Simmons has enough clout to force a trade? Well, first, he's not the best player of his team, right? It's Joel Embiid. Yeah. Second, there are how many years? <laughs> Three or four years left. left of his deal. Uh, the last one who could actually force a team to trade him like that with that long years left of his deal is James Harden. It's a lot. I don't think Ben Simmons is uh, 50 miles away from Harden. <laughs> if anything, 70 miles maybe. So you don't think they're in the same league? No, okay. no, yeah. And the way he does it is not like what Harden did. Yeah. Harden asked for a trade, and then in his first 17 or 25 games, he was epic. Yeah. It's like almost 30-plus points and double-digit assists. Like, okay, I show the league I'm still valuable, so trade me. Well, Ben Simmons, he even did not. Uh, he did. He said he would not attend the training camp. Mm-hmm. That's very different. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? Well, I, because I think the playoffs last season, they negatively impacted oh, his, his, his trade status. Yeah. Not only that, but just the comments from the coach and, and his teammates uh, and his teammates regarding the way he played yeah. in the playoffs, they all negatively impacted his trade status. So, I mean, my. You know, my prediction for Ben Simmons moving forward is I think he plays this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the 76ers want to move him at this point because he hasn't re- rehabbed his value enough. If anything, he comes back, plays during the season, you know, lifts his lifts his uh, his value a bit, mm-hmm. and then they get rid of him so they can get more assets. But, I mean, you don't want to trade a guy when he's not, when he's not worth as much. I mean, how much do you think he's worth now? Because the Sam Sixers asked for an all-star player for at least first round They're asking picks. for way too much. Yeah, the, the, It's almost, the amount that they're asking for is almost so high that uh-huh. it's like they don't want to trade them. Yeah, but, but they're just, they're making the price tag so high that no one could meet it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so they want to keep a guy who does not want to play for them. Well, yeah, I think they want to keep him for yeah. sure. They want to try to mend the relationship if possible. Oh. I, I think that they'd rather mend the relationship and keep him than get rid of him. Oh, is that really possible? I don't know. Mm. But I, I that would be, if I had to guess, I think they'd rather keep him and mend the relationship than to get rid of him and bring in, you know, other players. Because draft picks, yeah, that's nice. But you're trading a known commodity in Ben Simmons for a first-round draft pick that may or may not pan out. You don't know what you're going to get in the draft. That's true. I mean, the guy could be a... Number one pick. Maybe that's why they asked for. Yeah, that's still you know that's still a two three year project most likely. What they have with Ben Simmons now and the way the Seventy Sixers are are um, constructed mm-hmm. to win now. That's, mm. So I, I don't think they want to give him up. Do, do we have any example to follow on this? Well, I mean, I think of I kind of think well, when I think of Ben Simmons and his stance on leaving and mm-hmm. like I'm done. Yeah, I think of Anthony Davis. He made it clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when he was leaving, he made it clear. I want to leave. I'm mm. done. He even wore shirts that said, "Like the show's over." <laughs> True. 
you know, as much as they wanted to keep him, mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to happen. And it yeah. was clear to everyone involved that the situation was over. Does that sound really professional? I mean, it's true that it's just a contract, mm-hmm. but it, your contract is not done. Yeah. And sure, you will get punishment, but can you really say that, okay, I don't want to play for you anymore, I want to live, and you need to send me to the exact teams I want to go? I mean, it's like a divorce. It, it, it really like, it's really like a it's divorce. It's a very expensive divorce. Divorces are expensive. Hundreds of millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, but I mean, you're breaking up this relationship between these two parties that have a contractual uh-huh. legal agreement. But, but can, you know. The way I see it, I mean, a lot of people want to knock the players for pushing their way out. Oh. But when the teams are done with the player, they throw they them do away the same. like trash yeah. anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are situations where a, a team traded a player and didn't even tell him until the game started. Exactly <laughs> what happened to Hakeem <laughs> yes. at the end of his career. You know, so a guy sitting on the bench and are like, oh, by the way, uh, don't suit up or don't go on the court because we've already traded you. I'm like, What? Or it also reminded me of what happened to Harrison Barnes. Yes. He was playing for the Mavericks during yes. <laughs> the halftime break. They were like, oh, dude, you were traded to Sacramento Kings. Exactly. So there are plenty of situations where the franchise trades a player, doesn't even tell the player. They send players to places they don't want to go. So I'm perfectly fine with a player who has you know enough, um, enough power uh, and enough influence to say, hey, I want to go to these places. Mm. I don't want to be here anymore. So that is progress. Yeah. Mm. But why do you think most players do that? What would be the, the top reasons you think a player would push his way out? I think first, they don't want to play with the team anymore. And second, they realize that they are the one who actually um, invest more in this league. Because the teams, sure, they pay big money. The players, well... No matter how successful Magic Johnson and others be after they retire, most mm-hmm. players after they retire, they're just normal guys without yeah. a job because yeah. they spend their best years pretty much of their whole life in the league. Yeah. And maybe that's why down they realize since I'm just since I have to do this anyway, why don't I find a better place that I can exactly. do it and we more for my Retirement insurance. Yeah. That's what I thought. When they want to push out, the situation, the relationship with the organizations probably crumbled. Mm-hmm. Or they're in a situation where they feel like they can't win mm. and everyone wants to win. Yeah. Or they feel like they're not getting paid what they're worth. Right. So in Anthony Davis's situation, he was in a place where he felt like he couldn't win uh-huh. because he said afterward it was about legacy. Yeah. Right. He wanted to win championships. He said, the money's great and everything, but when it comes down to it, I want to have a legacy. Mm. That makes sense. So he's a guy who went to a situation where he thought he could win a championship because at the end of the day, you want to win. Mm. Or you're a guy who says, hey, I'm not going to get paid. You guys don't have enough money to pay me. I want to make more money, and mm. that requires me to go elsewhere. True. So you push your way out. It's just like James Harden going to the Nets. He wanted mm. to win. He couldn't win with the Rockets. So now they could do that because players. It's a player league anymore. Yeah. Now it's a players have more power. Now, they have know? more power because there's more money. The CBA gives them more power. The TV contracts, everything. They have so much more power than than they did back then. 
this is actually what the NBA is about. Everyone is about the star players. It's about the best players. About what they want, what they can do, and、yeah. what they can get. I think it all started with Carmelo Anthony in 2011 when, when he went re- to the Knicks. Yeah, when he requested, he told exactly the Nuggets that, "Okay, guys, this is time to farewell. I want to go to the Knicks. Make it happen." And then they made it happen in the three-team deal. Yeah, is it a good sign that they can ask a team to send wherever they want? I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah, because it, you know, if you're working at a job and you don't want to be there anymore, you're not going to say, "Hey, I'm just going to go wherever." You have specific places that you want to go for whatever reason. Maybe you like the city, you like the organization. Well, it's, you know, New York Knicks aren't the best organization. That's but, true. That's true. <laughs> but, but he was playing in New York. Yeah. But um. No, I I think it's good that they have that power, but I can see both sides where a franchise or fan base would say, "Hey, you signed a contract and you just want to leave in the middle of it."、Mm-hmm. You know, you made a deal. Yeah. But then I can see from the player side saying, "Well,、um, I came here to win,、mm-hmm. and you're not making moves to make the team better." That's true, but can the team say that we brought you here as a franchise player? Maybe、yeah. you didn't do well enough. That's why we couldn't win. And also, like in today's league, players, especially the best ones, they tend to work together.、Mm-hmm. That means whoever wants to leave wants to leave for championship for a big market team. Yeah, everyone goes to Brooklyn. Everyone goes to Los Angeles. What about the small market teams? But look at the look at the similarities between the places where they go.、Mm-hmm. Right, they're either going to play with another player. Yeah. Because if you go back through NBA history, teams that win championships generally have at least two Hall of Famers. That's on the true.、Roster, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. If you just keep just look at the last twenty years. Here's a big question though. Yeah. What? Because I think if you look at each one of these situations where someone pushed out,、mm-hmm. the motivation be- behind it. Do you think it was money or legacy? I think most of the time, it's legacy. Yeah, because every one team can pay the maximum、yeah. deal. Sometimes、yeah. your、uh, mother team can pay you more. Exactly. Yeah. So it it seems that the motivation isn't I want to go get more money most of the time.、Mm-hmm. It's I want a championship. And you need to either help me get it or send me. Exactly. To you need to help me get it by bringing in other players, or you need to send me to a place where I think I can get it. And there are other players there, or there's a franchise that's made it known that they're willing to spend money. The James Harden one. You want? You got to think that's、yeah. that's got to be a situation where he wants to get a ring.、Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving wants a bigger role, also part of the legacy. Yes. Kawhi Leonard wants a ring and leadership、yep. legacy. Is there anything that we can do to protect the small market teams? I'm not saying I support any of them. I'm just saying that they should at least. Have some policy to keep,、yeah. you know, at least to keep their box office, because no one is here paying to watch a 3D <laughs> player play.、Uh, yeah. Everyone is here to pay for at least an All Star. That's that's the big fear, though, for a lot of people is if these stars are going to push out,、uh-huh. they're going to push for a place where they think they can win. And generally speaking, the places that are winning are big market、yeah. places, with the exception of Milwaukee last year. True. Although but, Milwaukee has three, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but I think the kind of、uh, you know a place、uh, Milwaukee would be the type of place that could change that trend, right?、Mm-hmm. Because once you show you can win, the guys will say, "Hey, you know, maybe I'm going to go play with Giannis," because、mm. Giannis stayed. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't try to go to a bigger、mm. market. 
So I think it takes a player like that for other big players to say, hey, I'll go to a smaller place because I want to win. It's not as bright and shiny as Los Angeles Mm -hmm. or Miami or New York or Chicago, but I can win a championship there. I have a good chance, and so I will. Because I think think legacy is more of a motivator for guys – than money is a lot of times in these situations. Hmm. This is really like a paradox because first, um, stars, they don't really, uh, salary does not play the major part of their revenues anymore because they're famous enough. They bring traffic, they bring everything, so they can sacrifice certain things for a ring. For other players, they can't do that, and they have shorter career in the NBA. They have to make a choice, money or a ring. So I think so. You're you're right. I think it probably goes by tiers, mm-hmm. right? So the top tier guys, money might not be as big of a factor, but for the second tier, yeah. And it's also it's kind of ironic that when those tier zero players, when they give up part of their pays to go to a big city or to join hands with other big players, people will point fingers at them and say, "Hey, you choose to flee. You're a coward. Mm-hmm. You were you, you join hands with others." Although they sacrifice sometimes a lot, like James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, they both gave up part of their salaries so they can meet in the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, but when veterans, the Heat, yeah, I'm with the Heat. Yeah, uh, James, of course, LeBron James. Yeah. But when veterans like uh, they're 35s or 36, like David West, mm-hmm. he gave up almost 20 million dollars of his last year contract and signed a minimum deal with first the Spurs and then the Warriors. He got rings, and people will respect him. Say, "Oh, hey, see how brave this guy was. <laughs> He gave up so much money for yeah, a ring. Yeah. It's kind of unfair. It is. It's very unfair. Yeah, it's very unfair. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just sports. Yeah, I think what we can do is just respect their choices. Yeah, I mean, it's not wrong for team for players to want to go to a better place for either for money or for legacies. It's not wrong for teams to to want to keep their best players. Yeah. Yeah, disrespect it and enjoy the game for what it is. And I think that's all for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. Peace. See ya.